He looked at me and told me, Drew, you're hurt. There's a chance you might not make WrestleMania. And I looked at him and said, who do you think I am, CM Punk? Nothing's going to stop me making Mania. Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and you're listening to Snug Wrestling. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. That's right. You are tuned into Snug Wrestling, where it's wrestling all day, every day. And now here is your host, Edgar Avila. All the way from Australia to the West Coast to out here in California, Monday Night Raw was two hours away from my city, Sacramento. I could have easily gone to see this show live, and this probably would have been a good show to go see in person. The American Nightmare was there. Austin Theory was there too from SmackDown. Drew McIntyre was there. And there was also a street fight. What is going on, folks? Welcome back to Snug Wrestling. I am your host. My name is Edgar. Mr. 200, I got a call from Dylan, a good friend from the last week in wrestling, and he said, yo, have you seen this? And he sent me a picture from that one website. I posted the screenshot on my Facebook. Apparently, I was on the top 200 list of wrestling podcasts in the U.S., and I'll take it because we're only getting started here. I've been doing this wrestling podcast stuff for over a year now, and I started doing my own solo thing. This one snuck wrestling in, like, June of 2023, so, hey, I'm pretty proud of myself right about now and it's all thanks to everyone that's listening and it's like the AEW fans like to say snug wrestling wins again or another win for snug wrestling or whatever they say the AEW fans like let that sink in but anyways shout out to Dylan for keeping me in the loop in all of this because I had no idea but uh enough about that enough about charts and all that shit let's get into the shenanigans from Monday Night Raw so let's go WWE's most popular power couple, most overall awesome power couple, Rhea Ripley and Dom Dom, are going to kick this thing off. After Rhea Ripley won her big match at Aussie Land, she comes out to celebrate and get the big hero return pop to tell all the fans that Mommy is back. Oh, and also, Dom Dom is home too, in his hometown of San Jose, California. But it doesn't matter, Dom could be anywhere in the world and he would get booed out of the arena but because this is monday night raw the weekly interruption can never fail and rhea ripley's wrestlemania opponent the man becky lynch came out to ruin everyone's fun becky lynch came out and she talked and talked and talked and poor dom dom becky almost put him to sleep with this promo of hers same as fuck dom we all feel your pain but finally after becky lynch got out all her material rhea ripley responded with like two seconds sentences you can call yourself the man but behind every man there's a stronger woman and that got a way bigger pop than anything becky lynch said in her five minute promo the pop that Rhea got was mostly female after that line so there was a lot of females in that crowd unlike some of the other promotions where it's mostly single males over the age of 40 and that was the opening segment of raw and honestly every time becky speaks i zone out i just i can't 
can't do it with Becky. I don't believe anything that she says in her promos. They just come off just fake and cheesy to me. But whatever it was that Becky was speaking of, I'm sure it had to do with their match at WrestleMania. Samuel Zayn is facing good old Shin once again in the rematch from two weeks ago, where Sami Zayn lost thanks to Andrew McIntyre, aka DM Hunk, aka Drew, aka Drewski. Drewski has been running wild lately, interfering in matches, taking out handicapped people, cheating in his own matches. He's been a real menace to society, and it's been wonderful to see. I love to see it. Shin was all over Sami Zayn in this match and kept hitting Sami with everything he's got, but the boy Samuel Zayn would just not stay down. We had a false finish after false finish after false finish, and I thought, Shin, you're gonna have to bring out the grenades or the rocket launchers to keep Sami Zayn down from kicking out. But finally, after nine false finishes, and by some miracle of the wrestling gods, Samuel Zayn was able to fight back, hit his hell of a kick on Shin, and got the win over Shinsuke Nakamura. This is Sami Zayn's first win in televised singles matches in the new year of 2024. And his first win in over three months. The last win that Sami got before this one versus Shin was at the 2023 Crown Jewel in November versus JD Madonna. And then the one before that was way back in August of 2023, also versus JD Madonna. And the rest of Sami's matches, at least the televised single matches that Sami's had, he's lost them all. So it's been six out of nine matches since August 2023 that Sami Zayn has lost. Fans are hoping that this is the start of a new run for Sami Zayn. This win over Shin was a much, much needed victory to end this kind of a dry streak that Sami Zayn has been having. While we're on this subject of superstars that need victories, this next WWE superstar is one that gets overlooked a lot and is very underrated, and I'm talking about the back Raquel Rodriguez. Raquel returned from injury, won the Women's Battle Royal, went to Australia, got in the chamber, and lost. But it's cool, you gotta start somewhere. And on this night, Raquel was gonna face the green, Chelsea Green. But first, the green was healing on the crowd in San Jose a little bit, talking smack about their sharks, and I thought, well, this is good. They're actually gonna try to put Raquel over in a much bigger way. Bigger than usual, because Raquel's gonna come out to interrupt the very annoying heel that is in the ring talking smack to the crowd, so Raquel's automatically gonna get the big pop. And also the fact that they're in San Jose, California is also a big help because most of the population in San Jose is Hispanic. So even better for Raquel. Then Raquel came out and she did get the big pop. And on top of that, Raquel squashed Chelsea Green in a very convincing way. Have you guys noticed that since Raquel came back from her injury a couple weeks ago, she hasn't been wearing so much makeup anymore like the rest of the other women? And it's little things like that that makes me think that WWE might finally be taking Raquel Rodriguez a little more seriously now because she is a good talent. This girl's a total badass. So boom, Raquel's off to a great start since coming back from her injury. And I hope this is only the beginning for her. The stars keep showing up on Monday Night Raw. The ring general, Gunther, still standing tall as our champion of the Intercontinentals. After defeating Jey 
Uso clean last week with no help from no one. Everyone and they mamas are wondering what's next for the general. Who's next for the general? And Gunther sees and reads everything on the interwebs that the IWC has been trying to guess on who's going to face him next at WrestleMania. Is it The Miz? Is it Chad Gable? Is it Samuel Zayn? Or even worse, is it R-Truth? And of course, the fans pop for R-Truth. But let's be serious for one's people. That will never happen. And then here comes the Judgment Day. And things got heated pretty fast here. The Judgment Day, they won all the gold, including that championship from the Intercontinentals that Gunther is holding. And the Kennedy says, okay, well, then who is it going to be? Who's going to step up and try to take this away from me? Is it going to be good old Finn? Or how about Big Head over there, Madonna? And then the big badass straight from the penitentiary, Dom Dom, stepped up to the General Gunther. And I think Gunther got a little scared there for a bit. I kind of sighed in his eyes a little bit. There was some worry there from Gunther. I sensed it. I sensed a little fear there. But who wouldn't? It's Dom Dom. But the point of this entire segment seemed to be that the WWE is trying to plant some seeds for Damien Priest to cash in his money in the bank briefcase on Gunther. Would I like to see Damien Priest versus Gunther? Fuck yes I would. On any given day that match would be amazing. But I don't know if I want to see Damien Priest cash in on Gunther and become the champion of the Intercontinentals. No. I want to see Damien Priest cash in on Seth or Drew if Drew beats Seth at WrestleMania. Or hell, even Roman or Cody if Cody beats Roman at WrestleMania. Wait. Actually, no, I take that back. Not Cody. We waited way too long for that one. We've worked way too hard to get that to finally happen. So anyone but Cody Rhodes. However, Austin Theory did cash in his money in the bank briefcase for the U.S. title. So it would not be the first time the briefcase gets used for one of the mid-card belts. It's just... I don't know how I would feel about that. I guess a big title reign like Gunther's can only end in a big dramatic way like that with a money in a bank cash in. But, oh man, I think Damien Priest would be really selling himself short if he were to cash in on Gunther. WWE took this next match to the streets. Not literally. This match happened indoors in the arena, but it was a street fight and it was no disqualification. And this match was between the New Day and the Imperial. This feud between these two teams was explained briefly in the video package for those who don't follow every week and to remind all of us who might have forgotten and it's kind of funny how that works sometimes we don't have to hop on Google or do any research to understand why these two teams want to put each other through tables. I was wondering when these two teams were going to have their big blow off match. It seemed to be kind of placed on hold a little bit by the WWE. They kind of said I'm going to put this one in our back pocket for when we need it the most because the feud was building every week it was getting hotter and hotter then it just randomly went away for a couple weeks but then they picked it up back again on this show the fans were really into this because they got to see the tables and the gimmicks these two teams kept this match fun and exciting it was brief the imperium hit woods with the frying pan then a chair then they got the roll up and then they took it home no one jumped off any balconies no one got stabbed with 
screwdrivers. They didn't get slammed through thumbtacks and nothing ridiculous like that. So this match was somewhat watchable and it was not a complete shit show after all. And Drew McIntyre, he has done it. He's going to WrestleMania after all. And we are going to be getting Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins at Mania. Even though Drew has been running around screwing with people, Drew is still getting cheered. And it's because of shit like this. The doctors told Drew McIntyre that his eardrum burst during the Elimination Chamber. And the doctors told him that Drew might not make it to WrestleMania. Drew looked at the doctors and told them, I ain't no CM Punk. Nothing is stopping me from going to Mania. And that got a big pop. Then Drew proceeded to cut a promo on CM Punk in Punk's legendary pipe bomb sit down position, which looked kind of weird because we were literally seeing a grown man in a kilt sitting down crisscross applesauce in the middle of the ring. And if you thought that Drew McIntyre sitting in the ring wearing a kilt was weird, Seth Rollins came out and things got even weirder. Andrew McIntyre called out Seth Rollins, his opponent from WrestleMania, the champion of the world, not the universe because that's Roman Reigns and good old Drew McIntyre tried to give Seth Rollins some advice again this is Drew McIntyre's opponent for Wrestlemania and Drew McIntyre tells Seth don't get involved with the bloodline stuff before our match at Wrestlemania and Drew actually sounded concerned this is the guy that attacked CM Punk and Seth Rollins not that long ago while they were still injured but now Drew is all of a sudden concerned for Seth Rollins well-being what the fuck Drew McIntyre told Seth back off from that bloodline business for your sake and my sake and Seth Rollins responded to this and it just made this segment even more awkward kind of hard to follow it didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me even though the fans on the internet were saying how great this segment was and how perfect it was on every level and it was another great promo by Drew and Seth and blah 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 but hear me out Seth Rollins says that he's a changed man now since he's had his daughter and it's not about just him anymore and that he has to take down the bloodline before Wrestlemania to save the company from the bloodline because if he doesn't the bloodline will get stronger and they're gonna come after his belt no matter who's the champion and it's just like wait hold on Seth hold on wait a minute you've been champion for months now when has the bloodline ever come after your championship why would they come after your championship Roman Reigns hasn't tried or made an attempt to come after your secondary belt why would he do that after Wrestlemania there's just nothing about anything that Seth Rollins was saying made any sense but hey if Seth Rollins wants to focus on the bloodline and not worry about his Wrestlemania match then Drew McIntyre just let him be let him be a goofball let him focus on something else which by the way Seth Rollins was complaining and upset that oh this is the first First time he would go into WrestleMania to defend a championship, but he's injured. Is he going to be able to overcome the injury? And he is going to be able to overcome it. He is going to go into WrestleMania to defend a championship for the very first time. But now he's worried about the bloodline. It's just, oh man, come on, dude. Just what is going on here? This thing is just all over the place now. This thing with Cody is now involving Seth Rollins and it's 
you know, The Rock and Roman, everything that's going on with Cody, Roman and The Rock, that's that's fine and dandy. Let that happen. Let that be. Seth Rollins does not need to be involved in any of that. Seth Rollins needs to focus on his match, his main event WrestleMania match versus Drew McIntyre, and that's it. But we're getting all of our wires crossed here with this thing that's going on at WrestleMania. And hashtag we want Liv versus Nia Jax. Lots of people were upset that Liv Morgan did and win the chamber and isn't going to wrestlemania and the live crybabies are trying to start a hashtag for live morgan the hashtag we want live seems to be growing more and more everyone wants live and i want live too i want live to learn how to throw a punch and actually learn how to wrestle if she can do that first then yeah let's put live in the main event at wrestlemania until then no please no spare us spare the world from seeing that ever please live morgan face Nia Jack, the other woman in this division that's just as uninteresting as Liv Morgan, if not more and this match ended in a disqualification because Becky Lynch attacked Nia Jax. And I've never been happier to see Becky Lynch ever in my life. Thank you for putting a stop to this match, Becky Lynch. I take back all the true things I have ever said about you. Two matches were announced for next week's Monday Night Raw. The first one is Becky Lynch versus Nia Jax. Oh, goody. Thanks, Tony Khan, for booking this. Wait, this isn't AEW. This was WWE. I thought for a second this was Tony Khan that booked this match because Becky Lynch went up to Adam Pearce and what Becky wants, Becky gets. Becky Lynch told Adam Pearce, I can't move on to WrestleMania without taking out Nia Jax first. And Pearce says, yes, Mr. Man, Becky, I will make that happen for you, whatever you want. Anything else? And I thought, Tony? But no, it was definitely Adam Pearce because Adam Pearce has way nicer hair and the other match that was announced for next week was jay uso versus andy mcintyre the main event for this monday night raw was cody rhodes versus grayson waller austin theory after being attacked by seth and cody with no help from grayson waller is still on grayson waller's corner for this match also the bloodline is most likely watching this match closely because michael cole said that the internet has been buzzing and it's been reported that paul Heyman was backstage during this Raw and that was true Paul Heyman was backstage and the people were reporting this all over Twitter WWE pointing out what the wrestling fans are reporting on the internet is a first for me I don't think that they have ever acknowledged the things that are being said on Twitter and actually address it on the TV show it adds more reality to the show as well so that was great Cody Rhodes won with the Cody Cutter then a crossroads then in the afterbirth Paul Heyman did come out to the ring and he was in the building like it was reported and very nicely asked and pleaded Cody Rhodes to take back the challenge that he made out to the rock at the elimination chamber the wise man was accompanied by some off-duty officers quote-unquote for his protection and one of them had a very familiar face from that tough enough that one year and this guy he was a guy that cut that very famous promo that went viral recently on the rock during the tough enough episode and that promo that this guy did popped everyone that was there during that tough enough including the rock and this guy i don't even think he won that tough enough this year and he kind of disappeared and i wonder where he's been all these years but 
anyway, Cody Rose told Paul Heyman to go screw himself. He's not taking shit back. The challenge is still on, and these fake cops attacked Cody Rhodes, and Cody Rhodes laid them all out. The dates for The Rock and Roman Reigns have been revealed. These are the dates where both The Rock and Roman Reigns are going to make appearances on Friday Night SmackDown. One of those dates has already been sold out, and the first one is going to be Friday, March 1st. The next one is going to be March 8th, and the third one is March 15th. So we will see what the Brahma Bull and the Tribal Chief have to say about Cody Rhodes and this challenge and WrestleMania and everything that's happening in the world of the WWE. Let me know what you guys thought about this Monday Night Raw. Hit me up at Snug Wrestling. Thank you guys for listening and we'll talk soon.